When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Andy. Hi, how are you? Great. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm doing great. Excellent. Awesome. I have your headlines here. If you can pick the real one, you're going to go see Dancing with the Stars live. It's sold out. You can't buy a ticket, but we got them for you. Okay. Okay. All right. So is it A? Guy walks into ladies' room, three women tackle him and give him a swirly. Is it B? A guy got shot in the knee after using the ladies' room because the men's room was full. Or C, man gets tased after walking into ladies' room and asking for toilet paper. You know, I'm going to go with C. No, think a little more violent than that. Whoa, really? Uh, B. B, it is. It's B. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's incredible. Shot him in the knee. Yeah, I mean, you go to any sporting event or any concert, you know, when the ladies' room fills up mm-hmm. and ladies got to go. You see it all the time. Right. Women walking into the men's restroom. Yep. Because there are more stalls available. Yeah. Then you should, yeah, for sure. You should see the new kids on the block concerts. Yeah. There's 95% women there. Maybe 98% women there. Doesn't surprise me. I know. So women do it all the time. Men, it's harder to get away with. Correct. Young guy near San Bernardino, California, was at a public park the other day, needed to use the bathroom, but the men's room was full. Probably one of those small men's rooms that only has like one or two stalls, maybe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he figured, what's the big deal? I'll pop in the ladies' room real quick. It was empty. Unfortunately, however, two women walked in right after him, assumed he was a pervert, So they went back out and told someone, and that someone was 33-year-old Rudy Vasquez, who waited outside with a gun. And when the guy came out, Rudy just shot him in the knee and pistol-whipped him. Oh, my gosh. So people at a nearby skate park knew the guy and confirmed he is not a pervert. He just needed to use the bathroom. In fact, he's very well-liked. He hangs out of the park a lot. Luckily, paramedics got him to a hospital, and his injuries are non-life-threatening. But uh, the gunman, who thought he was being a hero, fled the scene, threw the gun out his car window when cops pulled him over. Uh, But now he is facing charges for attempted murder. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, not the way to handle that situation. 
Definitely not. Um, you know, there are some people who are a little more sympathetic to him because I guess the park has apparently had some issues lately with weirdos lurking around the restroom. So he may have assumed he was one of one those of people. Them. But uh, but still just, you know, him. shoot first, though, and ask questions no, later. You don't. Anyway, it is 18 after 7 with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, going to be real nice out. Lots of sunshine. We'll see a high around 50 today. And it's uh, 29 at Cincinnati's Q102. I should say 29 if you're listening to us live because we got people listening to us on the podcast. On our live feed, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening on the podcast later this afternoon, <laughs> it's probably a lot warmer. Yeah, a lot nicer. Uh, coming up, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is going to check in with us. Do Stanley Cups really contain lead? And should you be concerned? He'll have that story. Plus, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. Happy National Fart Day, by the way. <laughs> okay. Speaking of that. Are you guys going to celebrate? Oh, sure. <laughs> Just say the word. <laughs> no, thanks. Also, old people bedtime is the hot new thing. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, it just fades. Yep, out of nowhere. All right, morning, guys. 723, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Fritz was just talking about she finished watching the episodes of the morning show on apple tv plus yes courtesy of jeff thomas thank you that was my christmas gift from jeff was a gift card and a little apple tv thingy yeah we like the morning show and i took my assignment very seriously and i just finished it only took me two months to finish that one show but did you like it i i enjoy that show i did really enjoy the show but the thing that i was trying to tell you guys before usher stopped was because i feel like someone like myself that watches television not a ton but a lot of things feel very predictable to me where it's like oh i know he's gonna go out on her or he's going to date that girl. You've seen it all. It feels that way. But a I, lot of things are predictable. You know where this is going to go. Yes. You see the clues. But when I was watching the morning show, I was like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about him. Is he there or is he? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a bit of a surprise. I like it was that. It's nice. When you're not really sure which way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Or you don't see something coming. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what are we on. We kind of been bouncing around looking for like succession because you know it won all those Emmys and it's been wickedly wickedly popular for years. 
we're kind of late to the party on that. Uh, we fell away from the bear. Loved the bear, but like our trial subscription ran out or something. We I just watched the first season of that yesterday. That was really good. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. I like it Quick. a lot too. But yeah. the, I got to pay to like for a whole new platform, and I just. Yeah. <laughs> you have. Where enough. do you draw the line? You have to at some point. We watched right. the uh, We Are the World documentary on on Friday. What Saturday. is that? What, what is that one on again? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, that's really good. Really good. I mean, I remember some of those moments as a kid when that came out, but uh, I didn't realize that it all, all was done in like a one week window and a recording period of like 10 hours in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was that pretty was really awesome. interesting. Yeah. I did find myself crying at the end of it, just wa- like watching it and Michael Jackson and just all of that. I just at the end was bawling because I'm like, what a great thing they did for the world. Yeah, it's it called really The Greatest great. Night in Pop. How much money did that end up? For it. Oh, they Raising. tell you at the it end like of it. $68 million dollars something or something. Like but they yeah. said in today's terms, it would be like $161 million. Like if right. you adjusted yeah. it for whatever it was at the time. Yeah. yeah. But it was really, it was really mm-hmm. well done. And I like that they saw that through. Like they didn't just record the song and send the profits like the organizers actually went there and made sure yeah they did like a stage show there well that but they also like they went to ethiopia and they made sure that the food got to where it was intended to to go right you know what was interesting watching that was how what was it what year was it 1986 85 1985 yeah january 85 and they talk about how there was no technology so they're calling everyone on the phone and sending cassette tapes. And you think as, you know, current today, mm-hmm. how how on earth were they able to pull that off on a phone and a cassette tape? And right. keep it a secret. And keep it a secret. There's no way they'd be able to do that today. No, that's crazy. Yeah. And that, I mean, the secret kind of got out, though, because they did have a bunch of photographers outside the recording studios when they all sort of rolled up. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I think... They did the best they could, but at the last minute, I think when they saw everybody was sort of like, wait, where's everybody going? Oh, yeah. They sort of figured it out because there were rumors like they had a pre-party. They had a pre, uh, was it? No, it was a post AMA press conference and Lionel Richie kind of admitted it. Yeah, because they said something like there were rumors going around that like there's a, a big recording going down tonight. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I don't know. I got to go. <laughs> so if you accidentally pass gas today, you have an excuse. The internet says that today is National Fart Day. Oh, boy. I say the internet says, to clarify, it's not on my personal calendar. So, I mean, the internet. do they tell us how we are supposed to celebrate? Are we supposed to eat foods that give us gas? Oh, and maybe then, beans. You know, I, what, what, what do you, what? you do with that well this has been a holiday for 16 years now although it's still not a federal holiday we're working on that uh but it's mostly just for fun there's a few articles that remind people the passing gas is normal most humans produce between one to four pints of gas daily and on average pass wind around 15 to 20 times per day wow Wow, that's a lot Uh, gas is primarily caused by two main things swallowing air which can happen when you eat or drink too quickly. It can also happen when you chew gum, smoke, or wear loose dentures. Mm-hmm. Loose dentures oh, probably causes you to just swallow air. 
Um, but a lot of it comes from your body's good bacteria breaking down undigested foods in the large intestine. Interesting. <laughs> Most gas is made up of odorless vapors. CO2, O2, nitrogen, hydrogen, sometimes methane. But the good bacteria can release gases that contain sulfur. And that produces an unpleasant odor of flatulence. Okay. But just so you know, it's a result of good bacteria. Men produce more aromatic flatus uh -huh. than women. <laughs> uh, coincidentally, the internet has a new viral hack for cutting the cheese. Actual cheese, that is. Someone on TikTok shows how you can use a fork to cut even slices from a block. Uh, which is pretty simple. You just press the fork prongs down along the edges of the block to make indentations and then use those as kind of a guide to make all your slices the same. Mm -hmm. It's kind of neat. Yep. If that's something you care about doing. Sure. Uh, the person says, if you're serving cheese at a holiday party, this works every time. It has been a game changer. Huh. Hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, National Fart Day. Enjoy, everyone. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I won't get up and go in the hallway like usual. Ah, <laughs> please don't. Please still do. <laughs> so, the hottest new bedtime for twenty somethings is what's called old people bedtime after wheel. Huh? Yeah. Well, not that long after wheel. You may think that people in their 20s don't get a lot of sleep because they're kind of burning the candle from both ends. You know, they want to do it all for missing out on all that, trying to keep the party life going while slowly acclimating to a more professional life of being awake and ready for work in the morning. I know a few people, not to mention the possibility of having young kids who wreak havoc on sleep. But the Wall Street Journal has an article claiming that the hot new bedtime for 20-somethings is old people bedtime, which is, you know, maybe not right after wheel, but it is like between 9 and 10 p.m. An analysis found that young adults between 18 and 34 years old went to bed on average at 10.06 p.m. in the month of January compared with 10.18 p.m. last January. It may not seem significant to you, but it is showing a trend that young people are beginning to understand the link between sleep and health more so than previous generations did and are beginning to prioritize sleep time over any FOMO they may have about missing out on late-night activities. Wow, good for them. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going out. They are going out. They talked to several young adults who said they just go out for maybe dancing and drinks, but they're doing it earlier at like 5 or 6 p.m. Yeah. Early bird specials. Welcome. Yes. This I'll take the rice pudding, please. <laughs> this is going to make me upset, though, if the restaurants start getting busy at if 5. Start, yeah. <laughs> who are all these young people invading our time and space? That's right. Are we going to have to start eating dinner at 3 now? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to... I was booking a restaurant reservation over the weekend, and the only choices were... 4.20 in the afternoon. And 10.15. And yeah. it was like, well, it was eight. It was like 8.45 or something like that. Mm -hmm. I ran into that, too, where you either go right when they open or you go right when they're about to close. In addition to wanting more sleep, they also say the shift to more remote work is having an impact. Because if you have a long commute or 
you hit rush hour traffic. You might not get home until around 7 p.m., which leaves limited time for other stuff like going to the gym or having a nice sit-down dinner with your family or doing chores or just vegging out, you know, having that downtime mm -hmm. to unwind and try to shut the brain down. Mm -hmm. Working from home, they argue, eliminates the commute and may allow for some of that, like going to the gym or folding laundry or whatever else has to be done. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the quote in that story from a 19-year-old college student who said, for me, nothing good happens after 9 p.m. anyway. So. <laughs> I was always told nothing good <laughs> happens after midnight. I mean, I can't believe that I used to go out and stay out till 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning. I would do that on the regular. The bars would yeah. close and then I would go back. I would go to a bar where I knew everybody and would stay late after close. Yeah. yeah when they close the wall, the, but you get closed at three, but I, yeah. you know, I would that used stay. to be cool. Cause then you felt like you were like in like a elusive club. Yeah. But when the lights come on in those bars and clubs, you really don't want to see what's going on on the floors and the walls. <laughs> and the, no. Just the, the filth. It's just like... Yeah, don't let them turn on the lights at don't, all. Don't turn on the lights. That sunlight's pretty harsh. Too. Five yeah, o'clock in the morning, though? I don't know if I ever saw 5 a.m. anywhere. I did. Yep, I would stop. I would run through Dunkin' Donuts on the way home <laughs> and get some uh, bacon, egg and, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant five o'clock in the morning. And then go to bed. And then go to bed for three, four hours and get up and go to work. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, if you've completely given up on your New Year's resolution, this may sound appealing. McDonald's has announced a new sweepstakes where they're offering free burgers for a year. Specifically, that's two $8 burgers per week, which makes it a value of $832 over a whole year. They're doing it to promote their new hotter, juicier, and tastier burgers. But if you win, you can swap out a burger for something else. So if you're interested, just hit up spothamburglar.com, fill out an entry form. They're selecting four winners at the end of February. There's also a side promotion going on where you can score if you spot the Hamburglar's getaway car. The getaway car is really cool. I don't know if you've seen it in the commercials. It's really neat. It should yeah. be noticed. It's a, 19, it's a custom 1970 Plymouth Barracuda. Easy to spot. It's easy to spot. And it's like the perfect car for that character. Uh, this so-called Burger Cuda will be making its way coast to coast. And if you can spot it, you can scan the vehicle's code on your phone and be rewarded with an Arch Card plus Hamburglar-inspired swag. Again, you don't have to actually see the car for the burgers for a year thing. That's separate. Uh, and speaking of McDonald's, Shamrock Shakes are back starting today while supplies last. And there's also the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. You'll be able to smell cool. that car coming. Smell Make the sure burning fuel. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Buddy of mine had one of those growing up, and it always was burning oil, yeah. burning fuel. You could smell it. That car's iconic. Oh, yeah. That's that a neat awesome. vehicle. Uh, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is joining us now live Good in morning, the studio guys. like he does every Monday. John. Good morning, guys. You know, I, I, the whole McDonald's thing, though, I'm like, well, can you win the car? Because you think, you That's know, what you, I want to win. Yeah. I want to win the Barracuda. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a burger. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, what's going on? Well, what's going on? Oh, my goodness. The Stanley Cup craze. I've talked to you about it before. You've talked about it. And maybe it's hit a wall now. Maybe it's hit a wall because people are just freaking out on TikTok 
saying the cups contain lead. And now there's videos where you can see people throwing their Stanley Cup away. The cup that they waited in line for and spent 50 bucks for, now you got people throwing Why the cups away. Why is there lead in it? Why would they put lead in it? Where is the lead? Is it does getting, it contain lead? It, it does, into the but liquids? it does, but. And, and here's the thing. Uh, it's a, The way it's vacuum sealed, the way it keeps drinks cold for so long is that there's like an, an air pocket in the metal cup. So uh, there's an air pocket in there. That's how you keep things so cold. Uh, but the air pocket, it's a kind of a vacuum seal and it needs a plug at the bottom. And they put a lead plug in rather than a, you know, like a plastic plug because it's once that lead is in there, it seals it tight. It's never going to open up. Oh. So there's a lead plug at the bottom of the cup that then gets a plastic coating on top of it. So Stanley says, yes, yes. We do put a little lead plug in. That's for that incredible vacuum seal. But it's then covered with plastic. Your drink never touches lead. And this is the amazing thing. You see some videos now, and people are on instant TikTok, and they're using like a Q-tip to swab the inside of their Stanley tumbler. Uh-huh. And they say, oh, you think there's lead in here? No, there isn't. The inside of the cup is stainless steel, oh, just gotcha. like a Yeti or a Hydro Flask. Oh. It's stainless steel. Your drink will not touch lead ever. Is there the, fume? Are there fumes from the lead that are wafting into if you, that? If you touch <laughs> it. Breathing it in. So what you have to do is break the plastic bottom of the cup off. I guess if you like dropped it on the driveway or something, you might. Yeah. And then that would expose the little lead plug at the bottom. So the bottom line here is if you drop the cup and break it and expose the little seal at the bottom. And then touch it. And then touch it and then lick your finger. Then okay? you're in trouble. Then or you, you give it to your two-year-old who then decides they're going to lick the bottom yeah. of the cup. Then there could be a problem. Otherwise, there's no problem with Stanley Cups. And to see the same people who rushed Target two weeks before Christmas. They, they were like when rushing they were fist doors. When fighting over the Valentine's Day colors. Over yeah. the pink Stanley Cup. <laughs> and now here they are on TikTok a month and a half later Smashing. throwing it away. So am I the only one that drinks stuff out of stainless steel cups and thinks it tastes funny? No. No, I, I hate steel. I, I, I don't like I, drinking out no, of steel. I don't either. Yeah, it changes the flavor yeah. of water a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It does. Like it's it. got a metallic a taste to it. metallic mm-hmm. taste. And that, if you can taste it, that can't be good. Yeah, it's it's just better than plastic. Yeah. 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 I don't like drinking out of plastic. I can taste the plastic. I prefer yeah. mercury. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I just go. drink everything. Is I that- did see, uh, did you see, though, that they said that their engineers at Stanley are trying to come up with a different way to put the plug in? Yes, they are. Without They're the They're working on it, Jen. Because All Hydro right. Flask doesn't use lead, but Hydro Flask cups do not keep drinks cold like a Stanley. Oh, no, they, yeah. They, they There's a big don't. difference. No. Yeah. There you have it. Don't throw them away. As I always say, don't waste your money. All right. What are you working on for tonight? Oh, it's pothole season. we got a local woman with almost a $3,000 bill Oof. after hitting a uh, pothole on Kellogg Avenue uh, by Riverbend. Uh, watch out. Are you I'll tell you, serious? I'll tell you what you got to watch out for later tonight. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. By the way, we had this conversation on Friday. Punxsutawney Phil, who, Jan, you were out Friday. You missed it. Punxsutawney Phil predicted in the early spring for... Just the 20th time since Groundhog Day started over 130 years ago. But a few states over in Kentucky, uh, they have their own weather predicting groundhog named Major. Major. Or I should say had their own groundhog because Major died on Groundhog Day. Why? I hope just of old age and natural causes. Aww. 
Yeah, he he was not mishandled or anything. His his shadow didn't scare him to death or anything. He was close to ten years old, which I guess is pretty old for a groundhog, and he died of natural causes. But a place called Second Chances Wildlife Center took him in as a baby, and he lived there his entire life. They put out a statement saying they knew this was coming. He passed away peacefully. Sadly, he was just about to retire anyway. This was set to be his final year, predicting before he turned things over to his protege, a younger groundhog named Josie Burrow, named after Bengals quarterback Aww. Joe Burrow. Josie there you go. Burrow. Look at Josie making her debut. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the Wildlife Center said right before Major passed, he coached Josie through her first forecast. And just like Aww. Phil, she also said, we have an early spring coming. Okay. So we got that to look forward to. Wow, would you look at that? It is 740. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.